What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Thinking Project. Before we dive into today's episode and I introduce my guest, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, you hit that subscribe and notification bell. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming service for podcasts that you definitely subscribe because that helps the podcast out a ton. And remember that this video isn't sponsored by anybody except for my course, on sales. So if you want to join a group for sales and learn more about that in your business or online selling, uh, go ahead and join that. It's $79 a month, which is an absolute steal. There's all of the descriptions in the link below so you can learn more about that. With all that being said, let me introduce Paul Shin, who is an amazing guest. He's the founder of Tacos Together, a networking organization here in Utah, and his story of that coming up is amazing. His story of networking and partnerships and all of that insight is absolutely fascinating. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and please welcome Paul Shin. Exactly. All right, we're rolling. Thanks for being here, Paul. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, my absolutely, friend. Absolutely, dude. Um, let me ask you this. Start off with a good question. Sure. What is the most important thing for you in, when you build a community? That's a, that's a, that's a good question, man. Uh, to choose one thing, well, that's hard. You know, I, I know it sounds cliched, but I, I think really it, it just comes down to love. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I know, again, I know it sounds so <laughs> corny, right? But when you love the people in your community, right? And your community is one of love, not not fear or exclusion or hatred or anything else, right? Then it kind of grows and molds into like what the people need it to be. Yeah. Right? Like when I, when I think about the tacos together community, right? Like we're not here necessarily to make more deals. We're not here to, we're not, you know, we're not even here for like a charity purpose, right? We're yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, we're here to be a place. So people understand that they're not alone. Yeah. Right, that they have a place where they belong, right? That they're heard, that they're loved. And, you know, as I look at this last year, and it's crazy to think that we've been doing this for a year now, I think the evolution of the events and the community and even the technology that we're building has come from this place of like we want to love the people that that need it, right? That want to be a part of this thing. Yeah. And we wanted to accommodate for them too. Well, that's what I enjoyed about the last event that you guys held. Um <clears throat> Because, you know, you had people running around. Uh, I think it was Marae. She's yeah. running around interviewing people. And one of the things I love about Tacos Together was, uh, is about the inclusion of just like entrepreneurs, but also like bringing non-entrepreneurs out of the woodwork. Like yeah. if, a, if, there, if someone is just like a nine to five employee, which by the way, like I don't ever bash yeah. because like I don't, you, whatever you got to do to make you happy. Right. Well, not only that, but we can't all be entrepreneurs, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's right. That doesn't and make I get, sense. <laughs> I get called, I get called out for that too. Cause I'm like, it's statistically impossible. Yeah. Right? Like somebody, and, and people find a lot of joy in that. Some people love that. Like I grew up in a really poor town and, but that's like, we had a lot of happy people because, um, and I don't want to get too political, but for the most part, everybody was happy because that's just what we like to do. Just like you go to breakfast at the grocery store, you know, you get yeah, coffee yeah. the same, and then you go work and then you come home and, and you, whatever. Right. And then, but there's fulfillment there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you felt like you were a part of something bigger than just, yeah, just you. Right. Yeah. No, I love and, that. And what is a non-entrepreneur going to tell themselves to make them go to like something like one of these networking events that tacos together puts together. Right. Like it'd be really hard, but if you 
but I know you guys publicize that, right? Like, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to come here. No, for just sure, come and man. hang out. Yeah, just, just, just come be and you. network. Yeah, yeah come just come as you and, are. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, for sure, man. And yeah. I, I and I appreciate that you bring that up, right? Because I, I think you know some people have started to think about it as like, oh, it's only for entrepreneurs because we, we're so active on LinkedIn, right? right? But it's not. It's really like we we started with LinkedIn because you know we want to work with the the business community, and we find that there's not always, but generally. Like less drama on LinkedIn and some of the other social medias, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. But I mean, really, that was the idea. It was, it was never like, oh, this is an exclusive club only for entrepreneurs or for only for investors. Yeah, they're always invited, you know. But you're right. For the people who want to work a nine to five, the college kid who's just starting their progress, right? Right. Maybe you're brand new into a certain field. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My wife comes, and granted, she's my <laughs> wife, but like, she's yeah. a stay at home mom, right? Yeah, like, yeah. we just want people to come together. Yeah. Right. We focus more on the idea of like what can the power of community do together much more than like what is the business deal that comes out of this immediately. Right. But the cool part is like we have seen amazing deals come out of this thing. Right. Yeah. New partnerships, uh, you know, new ventures. People have gotten funded like yeah. amazing things come out of it because there's such a such a, a spread of like who shows up. Right. Yeah. You can make it into whatever you want it to be as long as you're willing to like come in and go talk to people. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the tough part, right? We have kind of lost in our society the whole idea of like um, just like how to approach people and how to do that kind of thing. But here's the cool part about Tacos Together. I mean, everybody has an opportunity to talk. But how do you approach networking with someone who might be might be a little introverted, maybe a little shy, like they don't know how to go talk, up to talk to people. Like, how do you approach networking from that? Stance? Yeah, no, for sure. Again, great question, my <laughs> friend. Uh, you know, a lot of it is just understanding. Again, I, I know it sounds super corny, right? But <laughs> when you view people with love first, yeah. right? It's like all of a sudden they're not just an objective or like a checkbox, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, man, if I love Dalton, it's not like, what's the least I can do to get him off my list, right? It's like, yeah, what yeah, do yeah. I do to help him find the success that he wants? Yeah. Right? And so if, you know, I don't know, whoever the homie is that shows up, if, if he or she's a little more introverted, but I want to like truly get to know this person, right? Then it is taking a little bit of time out of my day to say like, like let, let me get to know you, right? Yeah, yeah. And as I get to know you, I can understand what are the things that you want out of this. Right. Yeah. And maybe it is like, okay, I, I want to try networking, but I just don't know how. Then it's like, okay, like, let me get you introduced to a lot of other friendly people who aren't going <laughs> to like, who aren't going to throw you aside. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or is it more like you need to hang out with me and that's okay. Right. Or like whatever. <laughs> Tag along to whoever. Yeah. But like, you know, people are rarely like one size fits all, you know? And then I think as a society, we kind of, we, we like the idea of one size fits all because it's easy and it's efficient. Right. Right. But like, I don't know, man. I have four kids. <laughs> I can't parent one size fits all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like to know my kids is to love my kids, right? And to love my kids, I have to, I have to be there for each one of them, right? Yeah, differently. Differently, right? Yeah, I had they, a, Oh, go ahead. Well, I just had an old manager. He called it uh, an old mentor. He called it like chameleon management. Yeah. Where you know you had to just like mold to whatever at the time someone else needed, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. and I know that's the opposite of society today, right? It's <laughs> yeah. all about like public schools are all about how do we, you know, the lowest common denominator, right? Even yeah. the law in general is like we treat everyone exactly the same. Right. And I get it, right? It's yeah. hard to scale this one on one relationship. Yeah, it is, yeah. But you know, like 
I, I'm not I'm not worried about scaling it at that large level. Cause mm-hmm. like honestly, man, for every one person that I get to spend time with, I go find that like that person will then go spend time with someone else, right? Like yeah. that's how it scales. Yeah. Right? Is I don't necessarily need to do it for everyone, but if we have enough of us that are doing it, then we make the next guy feel welcome, right? Yeah. And that's that's one thing I've been really grateful for for this whole tacos community, right? Is yeah. I see hundreds of people come together and like all the time, I have people that reach out and say, hey, man, I normally never go to these events, but like I talked to person XYZ and like they were the friendliest person I've ever talked to, right? Yeah. They made sure that like I always had someone to talk to or like I was never alone or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful that people just exemplify that forward. Yeah. I think when you go to like these networking events, there's a lot of people who show up and uh, and it's kind of like. If you go, if you go made the rounds, it almost feels like the same 10 people are at every single event. Right, right. But what's cool is when you see people who aren't there, who get invited for a different reason, who show up for the, for the mission. And that's one thing that I think is really unique about just throwing events or creating a community in general, which I think you guys have done a really good job at, at Tacos Together, which is the mission behind it, right? Can you dive into that? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So like in one sentence and it took me a really long time again, like we're, we, we just hit a year yeah, uh, and like we figured this out like a couple of weeks ago. Right. But like in one sentence, it's our mission is to make human connection simple and fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And it really comes from, again, like I, I have, I have four kids. I take them out to, you know, whatever playgrounds, et cetera. Yeah. And it's so cool to see it. Right. They'll go to these playgrounds <laughs> And like half an hour later, they're going into like space or like sailing pirate ships with like <laughs> a bunch of kids they've never met before. Yeah. And now they're all best friends. And like somewhere along the way, we decided <laughs> that as adults, that's not okay anymore, right? We made human connection such a complicated process of like, isn't it really though? Right. Like, yeah. Well, dude. You know, where'd you go to college? How many years of experience <laughs> do you have? What's your title? How much money do you make? All these yeah. things factor in now. Yeah. But like at the core of it, as I've talked to them, like, you know, yeah. I don't know, thousands of people, so many of them just want to feel connected with people. Again, yeah. You know? Well, I, it's funny how it's funny how it went full circle. Right. Yeah. And I've mentioned this a few times on on my pod, this podcast, but um, it's funny how we like created social media and it was a wonderful thing. It connected people who never would have been connected, but it's kind of gone full circle to now where like we're using social media to connect with people in our own community again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And then, and then taking that social media as a medium to bring people to live events or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's just funny how it all worked out. Cause like a few years ago, like we both saw like all three of us here, we saw the idea that social media was like brand new, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got like Facebook wasn't a thing until I was halfway through high school or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like a uh, freshman year or something like that, that it got big. But it was crazy because before that, you're right. It was just like we're all kind of the same, and uh, and then we, you know, it just got wild. But now we're using it to bring communities together, right? As far as like people in proximity, like close in proximity to each other, right? Yeah, and honestly, that's the that's the eventual goal of you know yeah. what we're building here. So you know, we are, and I won't go too far into it. We are like looking into building our own technology as well. Uh, you know, grateful to have an amazing CTO. Um, but really, that's it, right? Is mm-hmm. somewhere along the way, we decided, you know what? Technology was going to replace human connection, right? Yeah. And then we realized that wasn't going to work. So now yeah. we're trying to use it as a tool to like help human connection, right? And I think there's ways that we can do it better. But at the end of the day, man, whether it's the events, whether it's the online mm-hmm. community, again, the in-person thing, the app that we're working on, 
everything that tacos stands for is this idea of making human connection simple and fun. Yeah. And I think fun is important. Yeah. Right. Like somewhere we became adults and we decided like fun was a silly thing, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Or fun wasn't allowed anymore. <laughs> or uh, you like watch the videos on, um, or like you watch old movies and you think networking and it's a bunch of guys in business suits and they're all, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Doing stuff. I've been to some of those networking events and they're not fun. Exactly. They're not that. Yeah. It's just like I could have met all of you anywhere else and totally yeah, it wouldn't have been any different. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like some of the best connections I have are the ones that, you know, we're running around on a football field, like squirting each other with water guns. Yeah, that's right. That was right. right? Like we, we do these weird, crazy events, but like yeah. as we laugh together and we share food together, <clears throat> Human connection becomes real, right? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. So, I mean, well, that's that's the mission here. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Well, no, I think... No, that's fine. I think that we've lost this idea of... Um, and one thing that I'm a huge proponent of is like empathy, just in life in general. Like yeah. when I learned about that word... Because we have... It's weird, like English is a weird language. Like we have a lot of different words <laughs> for like the same thing. And then we also have one word for like... Ev- like it's kind of weird. Like love is a weird word for me. And I'll yeah. tell you why. Not, not that you're wrong. It's just like we, we, there, there's like a romantic part of that. Dude, when it, you know? <laughs> dude, dude, it was like six months ago, right? When I started using the word love. Yeah. And that was really hard for me to get over because I agree. Yeah. It's more of a limitation of the human, the English language. I agree. Yep. Than it is the concept of love. Yeah. Because like, as I started thinking about it and I felt weird telling people like, oh, yeah. I love you. Right. But I realized like I do, like I genuinely have this love for people. Right. Yeah. But you're right. But not in like a romantic way. <laughs> but it's like, but it, in like, uh, yeah. I, but you're my family, right? Like right. I care about you. You're my brother. You're my sister. Like what yeah. can I do to support you, to lift you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is a love, but you're yeah. right. The language, the, lang- the language is cause like, yeah. cause I, I might get this wrong. Enrique, how many, uh, l- words are there for love in Spanish? Is it just one? Yeah, there's a few, right? Yeah. And so, but, but, and they all describe like different things, right? Yeah. And we don't have to go into crazy, but it's like, but it's wild that we just have one um, because empathy really like encompasses what I like to view of like this idea, right? Yeah. Like, I, because empathy by definition is sharing the thoughts and feelings of another person. Yeah. And when that happens, it's really hard to yeah, have you, any ill will towards anybody. Right. How can you not love someone when you, like truly understand them. Yeah. When right? you, when you get in, when you get into their shoes and you're like, I haven't been, you know, like I haven't been in your exact situation, but, but man, I like, I, that must be really hard. Right. Yeah. And that's sometimes all people need to hear, uh, to just like be able to go and that, and, and it's, and it's this idea of empathy, right. And like charity, um, and how these things aren't acts, right. Yeah. They're like the, they're, so what I like to say is like, they're not acts, they're dispositions. It's like who you are. Yeah. And people can feel Cause the crazy thing is people can feel that like they can feel who's genuine and who's not like we can yeah. taste it. Like I, I get the heebie jeebies when I'm around X, you know, <laughs> like people who don't have my, be- or at least at that moment don't have my best interest in mind, right. Right. Which is whatever. It's fine. We no, can, man, we can but, get out there. But yeah. No, no, but you hit the nail on the head, right? It's, it's this idea of like, as we truly care for others and we understand others, right? And we want mm. what's best for them. People do feel that, you know? Mm. And, and I think what you said also matters. Um, you know, I, I've had people that come up and said, hey, man, it's cool that you got hundreds of blankets for homeless people, but there's tens of thousands of people who are homeless. Sure. And it's like, yeah, I, I get that I can't <laughs> help every single person. Right. But one, I don't know what the ripple effects of what we do are going to be, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't know who other people are who then become inspired to one day help other people. Mm -hmm. But I think those effects are far, you know, far reaching and impossible to understand. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is like, I realized a while ago, like on this journey as I've gone through life is I don't necessarily need to help. Like, I don't need to solve everyone's problems for their whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes all we got to do is help someone get through today. Yeah. Right. Or just this week. Yeah. Right. And if we give them enough fuel to get through that, then like they'll pick themselves up or something will happen to just keep them going for another day or another Mm -hmm. week. Right. And that ends up turning into a big change. Yeah. Right. And so, again, my job is not to say like, hey, man, I'm here to fix all your problems for the rest of your life. But my job is to like let you know that you have people who love you and care about you. Right. Yeah. That you have a reason to fight for another day. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And then they just like go one more day. And like that all adds up, man. It does. Well, and what's cool about the this concept is, well, I heard I heard it a few different ways. We went to the Churros for Change event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a couple of days before yours. Uh-huh. Scott's amazing, man. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, his podcast. He's been on the show. It's but he's amazing. And but one of the la- one of the people who was up there was like, I you know I don't need to, like, oh, how did she put it? But essentially, I'm I'm gonna butcher the whole thing. But essentially, what I got from it and what she, what she was trying to get at was like, um. Yeah, you can't do everything like my little thing doesn't matter to everybody, but it it matters everything to one person kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, and what's funny is like we've lost kind of the like we've lost kind of like this philosophy of like we've really gone into like this transactional stuff. Like, you know, like the person who came up to you, it was like, you know, there's so many homeless people. It feels like we're not doing anything. It's like, yeah, but that's not the point of why we help. Right. Like the point of why we help is like we are supposed to help. Yeah. And if we. And if we have all of these things in front of us, we're still responsible to help out people. So if we, if we yeah. touch one person or 10,000 people, like I've got to do something, you know what I mean? It's got like, to, I've yeah. got to do something. Yeah. Versus you're right. Like, to that, <laughs> to the people that got the help. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. It was right? everything. Yeah. You know? And then again, blankets, yeah. who knows what that changes, right? Yeah. Who knows? Well, and, and, and my whole thing goes back to like this idea, this way of thinking that's like, if I don't, you know, if I do X, what am I going to get? Right. And eventually like, you know, I love studying like philosophy and theology or whatever. And you don't even have to take Christianity. You can take a non Abrahamic religion, like Buddhism or Hinduism or something like that. And you can say in any dogmatic religion or philosophy, you're looking at like, you have to transcend past the transaction for like for you to start finding meaning. Because like, if it's this, if it's this, like, I'll help give someone blankets if, you know, if I can see yeah. what happens or if they do something, you know what I mean? It's like, that's that there's levels, right? You have to graduate and eventually you have to get to this point where like you do things just because they're the right reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, here's the crazy <clears throat> part, right? Is like, I am, I'm one by no means am I like enlightened, right? Like <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. Well, what does that mean anyway? Right. Um, <laughs> but as I've tried to like, double down on this philosophy, right? As, I, as I've personally tried to live this, right? Of this idea of like, give freely, you know, mm-hmm. without anything in return, try to help others. I mean, and like I make no money on these, yeah. on these events, right? All the money that we raise through sponsorships either goes back to the charity or to go support the next event. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, I, I make my living on uh, like the fractional CMO side on the side. Yeah. But, um, it's it's true, man. Like whether you call it karma or the universe or <laughs> yeah. God or whatever higher being, sure, it's like sure. every time I've needed something this last year, 
even when I had no idea where it was going to come from, <laughs> yeah. it was it was then put in front of my path, right? Yeah. Like every time I needed it, it was there. Yeah. Every time, man. Well, and what's funny is you you mentioned the word enlightenment, and one of my favorite stories behind that is like the it's a really famous quote. Have you ever heard the quote like "chop wood, carry water"? No. Don't heard that? Okay, so there's a story. It's really short. A young man uh, goes on a trek to find the Buddha and to ask him um, what it takes to be enlightened. Right. And he he goes on this long journey. He finds the Buddha, and he asks him, "What you know? What is enlightenment? What does it take to get to be enlightenment?" And the Buddha just said, "Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water." And the the idea behind that is like, what's enlightenment? the same things that you were doing before, the same things that you were doing after, they just have a different reason now. They're like, you have a higher meaning now. Like they're, they're not where, where before you were chopping wood and carrying water for like survival or for like you had to get it to your family or your, right, right. and whatever chop wood, carry water is to you. Right. But then after you get this point of like what I'm saying, like the transcendent of like, now it's just, that's how we stay enlightened. That's how we stay in this, in this mindset is like, you have to continue to help people and like it doesn't end right yeah. like uh i i am religious and it's it's always funny it's like what is heaven and i learned it from this parable and it was like what's heaven the same things that we're doing here man like heaven is entered into two by two whatever that means yeah. i don't know <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah, but like yeah. but like you can't the there's no single admission tickets dude <laughs> to enlightenment or yeah, whatever yeah. right well, you got to bring somebody with you i think what i love about that is um I had a mentor once, right? And, uh, you know, he told me, you know, the funny thing with money, he's like, I don't think money's evil. I think money will just uh, magnify, like, who you already are. Yeah, who you are. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was telling me, like, man, I've heard it from so many people. You know, once I become rich, then I'll give more to charity, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And those people, when they get rich, they never give the charity. Right. But there's some people who, like, when they have... If they have $10, they'll give a dollar to charity, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they have $100,000, like, great, they're going to give a whole bunch more to charity. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's kind of that, right? Is like, uh, that's part of what I love about the tacos thing is like, hey, man, like, I'm grateful for the people who are rich and they can donate large amounts to these events, right? And to mm-hmm. the, the, the causes that we support. But I'm equally grateful for those people who, like, some of them can't even afford to donate anything. The only thing you can do is just be there to support, right? Or yeah. volunteer to help us out. But like that matters. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that like all of us, regardless of the situation we're in, can do something. Yeah. And that's not just with my events. That's <laughs> yeah. anywhere. There's a yeah. million great things to go support. Yeah. But all of us can go support something. Yeah. And I think what's funny about, and not funny, um, wrong, maybe the wrong word there, but like what's interesting about that is you to have like a successful organizations like tacos together or to have a successful career. I think you touched on a point that not that a lot of people kind of gloss over and that's like your intentions. Yeah. Like how you approach, like um, I read a book called, and it was a famous Ted talk. Have you ever heard the presence by Amy Cuddy? No. It's a really famous Ted talk. I can't remember what the tech talk. Oh, it's like, but it's like power poses. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? I'll check this one out. <laughs> but it's cool. So anyway, she wrote, she did this Ted talk and then she wrote a book and the book is actually fantastic. But in there's one line that I'll never forget out of that book. And it's a uh, presence, uh, isn't about becoming. It's about, or excuse me, a presence is about presence. Isn't about being, it's about approaching, which is like, 
you know, your, your journey, right? Like that, that really famous quote, like the person who loves walking will get further than the person who loves the destination. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like, what are your intentions when you roll into this? Because again, like back, back to the, what we were talking about earlier, like people can feel that. Like it, we can all tell, like we have to, we have to put up with Apple, right? <laughs> we get to go to tacos together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, you kind of have a monopoly, but like, no, tacos together is unique and we want to be there versus something like that. And I don't care. I have an iPhone, but whatever. No, but th- thank you, man. Like, and seriously, <laughs> that, that is the one that means a lot to me, but that, that is the the goal, right? It's yeah. like, like, again, this is not a, this is not like, Hey man, I've made a billion dollars over this last year doing these things. It yeah. definitely is not that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, you know, myself and the team, like it's all volunteer work right, right now, but it's, it's the, but it's more than any of us. Right. Yeah. It's not about me. It's not about, you know, my COO or my CTO or the volunteers that yeah, help us whoever, build this yeah. thing. Like, this is bigger than any one of us, right. right? Right. And when we see the community as a whole get lifted, like, again, that's greater than any one of us individuals, you know? Absolutely. And what that turns into is is just powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And and it just goes back to, like, bringing, just bringing people together. Because I remember, like, when I was trying to break out, and the reason this podcast started, but I was trying to break out and just trying to network, but like who wanted to, who wanted to network with a car guy? You know what I mean? Like I was selling cars at the sure. time and like, it's like attorneys, car salesmen, right? Like we're up there, right? like people you don't like, dude, you know what I'm sure. saying? Um, no, I have a lot of good attorney friends, but it's like, where do you go? Right. And it's cool to like be able to run into these. And, and I, cause I was there, like I have a lot of empathy for, the people who are in a nine to five who don't feel like they can go to a networking event. Like you can though. Yeah. Um, and whatever that turns into for you, even if you just make connections, because what I learned over this past year was I never, I always thought it was just this stupid phrase that like pe- like rich people said, and then they left you and you paid a hundred thousand dollars to hear them say this bullshit, <laughs> but it wasn't, I learned it like your net worth is your, Network. Your network is, yeah. Yeah, your yeah. network is your network. I didn't know what that meant until this year when you actually start like networking. And and again, like it's about giving, right? Like yeah. if you just give, give, give. You know what I mean? And you and you keep going and you just offer everything that you can and, and you try not to keep nothing in return, right? Yeah. I think that's, and what's cool about that is like I learned more about sales that way too. Like sales is really like a transaction occurs when, you feel like you got a better deal than me, mm-hmm. like, even though you gave me money, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's always funny when I teach this because I also get a lot of pushback, but like sales is like a win-win thing. And I'm like, no, it's kind of like a lose-win because they'll feel like they got a better deal than me, right? How many times have we bought something and been like, man, I stole that. Yeah. It was a steal, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't know it. I'm glad I had to pay for it and get out of there because I thought he was going to come <laughs> after me, right? Like, and it's not a bad thing and I'm not trying to like make this a negative thing or anything, but... It, that that's kind of how I view networking. It's like I'm giving more. Like people have to feel like, you know, they got that from me. I don't yeah, know. I, I think there's some truth to that, right? Though, as, yeah. as you give, right, and you genuinely want the people around you to succeed. Yeah. Um, eventually, you'll build up this army of people that all they want is for you to <laughs> succeed, right? Yeah, yeah. That all they want is your success. Yeah. Um, I, I finally read that book uh, again about a year ago when this all started, right? I read uh-huh. that book, The Go Giver, 
Oh, yes. Super short book. Uh, yes. Yeah. Bob Berg and one other author, and I apologize. I, I don't know his name <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head. No, you're good. Uh, Bob and I have actually spoken a little bit before after yeah. I read the book. And it, it like that was a game changer for me, right? Yeah. This understanding and this idea of like, man, as you are the person that builds the community and loves others, right? And cares about them and wants them to succeed. Yeah. Um, while you're not doing it with the express purpose of getting something back from them, <clears throat> the inevitable result yeah. is you end up surrounded with people who care about your success too. Right? Yeah, who are genuinely interested in that. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have this army of people who are like, yeah. What can I do to help you? <laughs> right. I want to support you. Yeah. And I, I even look back on tacos, right. And I look yeah. at the venues that we've been able to get into. I look at the sponsors. I look at, you know, the people and all the, all the things that have happened. Yeah. And it really is just this army of amazing people that have stepped forward to say, Hey, I want to help you. Right. Yeah. And that, that, that has like, people ask me, what's the secret. And that's, that's a secret <laughs> right there, man. That was, yeah. that was the rocket fuel. Right. It wasn't a bunch yeah. of VC money. It wasn't, you know, I don't know. It wasn't even knowing everyone in the world. It was just knowing yeah. the people who cared and caring for them first. Yeah. And what's funny is like, it's just life is just this like networking, life, sales, whatever. It's just this paradox of yeah. like control, which is like the less you realize you have, the more you gain. Yeah. And it's kind of like this life of paradox, which is like the more you let go, the more that comes back. Like you have to... Like a, one of my favorite books is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by yeah. Mike Manson. Have you ever read it? I have. The first chapter is Don't Try. Yeah. And I loved that chapter because he's like, basically, he's like, it's this paradox of control. It's like, you've got to let go and you just got to give. And if something comes back sweet and if it doesn't, even sweeter. Yeah. And Especially because you, you have that expectation that it doesn't come back. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. you do, if you're holding that expectation the whole time, oh, yeah, that's you're so actually cool. defeating yourself. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a little weird, <laughs> but like... You've got to let go. Yeah. yeah. And it's a weird thing like to let go and some people don't get it. And we get in debates about what that looks like. And we get in some debates with people who are like, well, you have to have expectations for people. And I was like, but you don't though, but you yeah. really don't. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you know, and then they bring up a lot of like weird stuff. Like I had a guy, I was talking to this and he was like, but I, but like me and my wife, that's a transactional relationship. Like she expects me to do things. I expect her to do things. And I go, and I'm like, well, I don't know how long that's going to last. Or, or you're going to have to figure out that like, if one day this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, when I think about my <laughs> wife, that is the least transactional relationship. You have to. I can it's think gotta, of. Yeah. It's gotta be. I mean, it's either that or like, I am so in debt to her because she does so <laughs> much for me, man. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. But like, it wouldn't work if she was sitting there holding it over my head all the time. Either, yeah, you know? exactly. It just, like, when is this going to work? Right. Yeah. We try and we give when we can give, right? Yeah. But we can't, like, dollar for dollar hold this above yeah, each other's exactly. heads all the time. Exactly. It just collapses. Right. And that's the idea. That's, like, the the special piece about this whole thing is, like, <clears throat> you want to create a community. And, and I'm, you know, I teach people sales, and, and, I am a, and I am a salesperson. And the first thing that I tell people is, like, what's the... We talk about the sales process and they're like, what's step one? And I'm like, your intentions. Yeah. If you go into this deal thinking like with your mouth watering over the commission, or you go into this deal thinking this guy's going to be a douche, or you go into the deal thinking that this is going to be the hardest or the easiest, right? Like you're only going to be surprised <laughs> like how terribly wrong you were. I, I'm guilty of that, right? Like <laughs> earlier, earlier, yeah, earlier in my career when I did sales, you know, I mean, yeah, that was it. Like I viewed people as dollar signs, right? And yeah. I was like, 
okay, if you're a big dollar sign, you yeah. get more of my time, right? If you're a little right. dollar sign, you don't get any of my time, right? Yeah. And it's all about like budding, <coughs> like budding up with the guy you think is going to write you the big check, right? And right, sucking up and like not being who you are. And <laughs> only to only to find out that the guy you thought had a lot of money doesn't have any money, right? Or it's right. all tied up or whatever, right? right sure, right. And then and all those little deals that you like ignored, like that yeah. would have changed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had just gotten to know them as people, right? You know? And I heard the I heard the phrase like don't um, kick people going up the ladder because you'll meet them on the way down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it just happens. And it's just this weird thing of like, and you can even go further and be like, well, that's, you know, well, you're being nice so that no one will be mean to you in the future. And that's just as bad as like being nice to somebody hoping that they'll be nice back to you. Right. Is you just got to let it all go and be like, I'm just here. And because it's, it's your intention. And I, I didn't realize that until I had this salesperson who we were talking, we, I was, I was training him. And, and I had done what he had done. It was car sales. And I had sold cars for like four years before I'd gotten into like management yeah. and corporate training. And I was looking at this guy and he's like, every customer I talk to is a douche. And I go, okay, well, let's, let's look at it, right? And I was like, because I've done this for a long time and maybe one out of ten. Maybe somebody actually did have a bad day and they're coming in to beat me up. And that's yeah. fine. Like that happens, right? Like I'm not going to. But it's one out of ten. Yeah. And you're telling me it's 10 out of 10 and I don't believe you. Right. So like we're looking at the, I'm looking at the sky. I talk to people and I'm like, immediately I was like, dude, what did you, uh, he talked to this customer and I was like, what did you, how did you approach that? What was in your mind before you went and talked to him? And I was like, be honest. He was like, he was like, well, I was just, this is just going to be another stupid deal. Right. Or this guy's just going to be a douche. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude, if you treat people like that, how are they supposed to react? Yeah. You're going to treat them like, you're going to treat them like, they're an asshole. They're going to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Perspective, I don't have man, right? It, it, changes, right yeah. it changes everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, what, and what's funny is like if you treat people like that and they don't do that, you're still in a bad spot because they're not going to – you don't have that trust there, right? Yeah. And trust is a whole other funny thing, but it's, it's just interesting. Like you do – it's how you approach every situation yeah. that's really going to determine – what you get out of it. And that's so like, it's all these cliche things, but you don't get it until it happens to you until you see it. And you're like, Holy shit, that's it. Right. That's what he was talking about. Again, perspective, (laughs) like changes everything. Right. After this last event, I'll be honest. I had this moment where I was, I was a little bummed. Yeah. Right. I was like, okay, we had a little over 300 people show up for that last event. That's not bad. Well, it's not bad at all. Right. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. But go ahead. Yeah. We had like 500 registered. So I was really hoping for like four to 500 people. Right. And having a little over 300, I was kind of bummed. Yeah. I sat down. I remember feeling a little bad for myself for for no reason. (laughs) Like these people aren't paying to come in. Right. Right. Like it made no difference other than like my ego wanted 400 (laughs) people there. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Instead, I got 300 people. And, um, I remember like going home that night and kind of being in a down mood and my wife was like, what's going on? And we're, we're talking about it. And she's like, how many people came to your event a year ago? And I was like, maybe 80. Wow. You know, she's like, okay, so you went from like 80 people like a year ago to like 300 people. And yeah, it could have been 400 people or 500 people, but like a year ago you were begging to break. Like I remember you talking to me and being like, if I get more than 50 people, I'm going to freak out. Right. <laughs> it and is now weird, you're telling right? me like, Oh, 300 is not now. Sorry. Only 300 people showed up <laughs> instead of 400. Now you're all mad about it. Right. Like, and I sat there and I was like, man, like perspective really is yeah. everything. Right? Yeah. You like, got to like change it. Yeah. Yeah. A year ago I would have killed for this event. Right. Right. But I let that expectation and perspective like skew what was really a truly great event. Yeah. You know, and that was, yeah. that's my biggest regret of it is like, man, I sat there spending too much time 
putting too much negative energy out into the world, thinking, where are all these other people? <clears throat> yeah. Instead of like cherishing the 300 plus that were there. Yeah. Right. And the thousands of donations that happened there. And like the amazing memories that happened there, man. <laughs> right. There were some super cool experiences. There were experiences. really fun stuff there. Right. I amazing enjoyed Amazing conversations, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's, that, that ugly sort of fashion show was like more legit yeah. than I ever thought it would be. People <laughs> got was, really into that. Yeah, that was insane. Right. And then <laughs> I should have been there in the moment way more. And that's like something that I need to own and recognize and work better in the future. Yeah. But I love what you're saying, right? It's this idea of perspective. Yeah. And as we view things a little bit differently, everything changes. Well, yeah. And, and you know, when I learned, so karma is, we were talking about this before the podcast, like, you know, karma, this idea of karma. And, you know, whether it's, you know, in Buddhism, it's karma. Hinduism, it's karma. In Christianity, it's called the law of the harvest, right? Essentially, right. this idea that you reap what you sow kind of right. thing. But what was interesting when I was diving into karma is it's a little more than that in the sense that, and it, and it goes back to this idea of what you're talking about, that like you don't own anything but right now. So like depression is in the past and anxiety lives in the future. Right. You know what I'm saying? But neither of them exist anymore. Like the past you like doesn't like you, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't exist anymore. Right. The past is in the past. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's like Mufasa, right? Like the Lion King, but yeah. it's so interesting because like you read, like when I read that and when I was learning, I was like, Oh yeah. But then like, yeah, you learned it in the Lion King or something. And it just, it's just this way of like rephrasing how you say things, um, to like get it across to people because yeah. it really is like, but we've all been there, man. Like when, when I was at the tacos together event, I should have been totally focused there. But I was having so much anxiety about a work deal that, that we were trying to resolve. Yeah. That's why I missed the ugly sweater thing. Because <clears throat> I was just so focused. Like, But you, you know what's so crazy, man? This is what makes me the most mad and why I always have to remember this. Because there's a huge problem that comes into my, on my plate. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to solve this right now. It's going to be a catastrophe. And then like, like at Tacos Together, I was dealing with it. Called the guy. He was like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. We'll just work on it. We'll just work it out on Monday. No worries. And I was like... <laughs> I killed myself literally all weekend. Like yeah. I couldn't sleep only to have him be like, I get a man. Mistakes happen. No worries. We'll just deal with it on Monday. No worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. You know what I mean? Right, it's right, just, right. it's like, you know, it's, and, and so when you're, when you're dealing with people, cause I feel like that's what this is about, right? Like when you're connecting with people, it's just like lose all of it. Right. And that's why I love that phrase that we were talking about amor fati, which is, you know, the love of fate. And, <clears throat> But what's funny about the word amor, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong, Enrique, but the word amor is like more of like a romantic kind of love, right? Uh, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, but that's kind of all of it, right? It's like you have, there's that different level of like, the love of where you're at right now, yeah. you know, being there and just knowing that everything that led up to this point puts you right here for yeah. better or for worse. Yeah. Uh, and again, man, I know we said it before the podcast started, but like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I agree with that. Right. Yeah. It's like, I look at my life and I think of like yeah. all the things that had to happen for to me, like for me to end up being in Utah, throwing these like <laughs> right. crazy taco themed, yeah networking charity community events right yeah. it's like never in a million years would i have predicted this is what i'd be focused on right, right now right right and for the three of us to be <laughs> in this room together right now it's like a lot had to happen a lot had to happen a lot had to happen it's crazy so before before i let you go 
walk us through like how you came up with the idea of tacos together. What, like, why did you even think it was a good idea? Yeah. All of these things. Like not, not that I'm accusing you. No, no, why, no, no, no. Why course, is a weird man. word? But you know what I mean? Like it's, it's an audacious thing to be like, I'm going to throw this event. Yeah. I'm going to build it and nobody's going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't know, man, it was 2020, right? Okay. Um, I was, uh, I was working as a CRO at a, at a company here in Utah as a, like a mental health wellness, oh, cool. uh, kind of company. Right. <clears throat> and we had just closed our best quarter ever, like company history. We were like, you know, rocket ship to the moon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and, um, you know, we were doing like on site mental health and wellness benefits. Right. And yeah. All of a sudden, no one wanted, like, no one was even going to the office anymore, right? Yeah. So, like, this company that I was the CRO of, and I was working every day with the CEO, and we were blowing this thing up, all of a sudden, like, it was on life support, right? And to go from, like, our best quarter ever to, like, furloughing our entire sales team two weeks later and, like, watching refund check after refund check going out of our account, right? We had, we had closed these huge deals and watching these can- contracts get canceled, um, you know, honestly, I, I was putting everything I had into trying to save this company, right? And then, um, you know, I I remember waking up once and checking my weight, and I was 280 pounds, right? Like, I'd ballooned up in weight. I was stressed. I was falling apart. Um, and eventually got so burnt out there <laughs> that I, I couldn't work there anymore, you know? Instead of, like, taking time to recover correctly, I jumped straight into another startup, Mm-hmm. Like, you know, put a ton Thinking of Thinking it would like fix everything. Right, yeah, right, dude, we've right, all been know? there. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, put a ton, a ton <clears> of time <throat> and energy. You know, amazing guys I worked with, great product, started the fundraising around all of it. That fell apart too, you know? And at the end of all of that, you know, it was uh, early 2021, you know, January, February. I remember posting on LinkedIn, and I, I don't know why. I just remember telling the world, like, this is who I am, right? Like, this is what it is. This is like what it really feels like to be an entrepreneur and to be a failure. And, you know, like I, I remember taking a picture of my scale and showing people my weight and I found that I was diabetic and all these things had fallen apart. And I remember thinking I would just get like destroyed, right? And instead, I, uh, all I found was love, man. I found these amazing people who like rallied around me and my follower count went up, which like that's whatever. But it's really this idea that like, I was hired to have these real communications with mm-hmm. real people, right? So after like going heavy into LinkedIn all through 2021, at the end of 2021, so again, a year ago, um, I put up this post on LinkedIn that said, hey, would anyone want to go get tacos together? <laughs> and I thought, again, like, I thought like, okay, like 10 people are going to say yes. Yeah. All of a sudden we had, you know, like 30 people, 50 people <laughs> like, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then Jesse Randall over at Sweater reached out and he was like, hey, man, like, like sounds like you have some people who want to be there. We'd love to sponsor. Like, yeah. So he, he became my first sponsor, right? So, and yeah. Sudden, oh, and Jesse over there is fantastic. Such a good love guy. Sweater. Right? And Sweater is changing the whole entire world. Yeah. With yeah, their thing. Anyway, they are, man. They're freaking amazing. Dude, love them. But anyway, so that's what it turned into. All of a sudden I had a sponsor. You know, someone else reached out and said, hey, we have a building. You know, hey, what about this? Scott reached out and said, hey, we can help with the churros thing. So, again, you know, we probably had 75, 80 people show yeah. up, but we had an event. That's sick. Right? And then that turned into another one. We yeah. turned into another one, right? Well, and it's like, yeah, it's like that idea that's like, 
if you just like if your intentions are right, people are gonna be there. Yeah. To do it, you know, and it's probably and I, I mean I don't I did, I wasn't on LinkedIn very active LinkedIn back then, but I mean it was that post was probably just refreshing. Everybody was in that boat. Yeah. Everybody like I was in that boat. We we're bouncing around from startup to startup because everybody had the next unicorn and everybody had the next billion dollar valuation. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like everybody was a rocket ship to the moon only to jump, jump on the spaceship and feel like, and we weren't going to the moon. We were going to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, yeah, right, right. It was crazy, right? <laughs> which, is not, which is not a bad thing. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody no. or any company because like I said, like everything in my life happened, put, me right, here, right? put me right here. So I love it. And, but yeah, dude, it was just probably just refreshing because back then, you know, everybody was trying to like save face, yeah, trying to put on a show. And it was probably just like, dude, thank you. This is how we actually, all of us feel. We all can't sleep at night yeah. <laughs> because we're trying to save this ship or whatever. You know? Oh man. And again, so that's just been amazing, right? What, mm-hmm. what I thought was one event, the community came and reached out and said, Hey, when's the next one? How do we help? Heck yeah. Companies reached out and said, Hey, we want to sponsor. So that led from one event to another event to another event, you know. We yeah, ended up what doing, a beautiful thing. What, half a dozen, six, seven, eight, nine of them last year, which is wow, fantastic, dude. right? And yeah, you guys pumped out events. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were going like crazy. You know, this upcoming year, we have a calendar, so it'll be every other month. You know, yeah. Starting with February, we're putting our conference, and then every other month from there on out for the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, gonna we're stoked, man. Like, we, yeah. we, have, uh, we have a team now. Like it blows my mind, right? Like I have a team of six team people, right? That helps you. Yeah, yeah right. Cares, we yeah. have uh, we have amazing companies that are sponsoring it. We have these all these things that are starting to line up. Heck yeah! Uh, you know, we're hoping to take our first event out of state this upcoming year as well. So we're we're just we're just trying to trying to stay on top of it, man. Heck yeah! That's what's up, man. Well, before I let you go, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can follow you, all the good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, so we're just now getting on all the other social medias. <laughs> right. It's pretty much at Tacos Together on everything. Occasionally, it's at tacos underscore together, depending on the platform. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn's really where I live. Paul Shin. Uh, I mean, connect with me, whatever. I'm, I'm a pretty easy, open guy. We're also rebuilding our website, but that's just tacostogether.com. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, Thank I appreciate you, so much. you, brother. Thanks for having me on, man.